done such a marvelous job this morning yes. with the theme of the Holy Ghost and ministry and used in the gifts. So I'd like for him to have the opportunity tonight now to come and whatever God sees fit. Through Brother McCain, we've got great confidence and faith in this man and his walk with God. And I want him to come and whatever he feels in the Holy Ghost, whatever he feels, that's what I want him to do. If he, if he dismisses us, that's fine with me. Amen. That's how much confidence I got. So let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit tonight. God bless brother. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Aren't you glad that you come to a place where Jesus is welcome? Amen. 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 What an awesome God that we serve. And what a beautiful, beautiful spirit that I feel in this house this afternoon. I'm telling you, you're living beneath your privilege if you didn't drink from the fountain that never runs dry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God has got a table spread where the saints of God are fed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hadn't been off and eat with everybody, but I've been off and eat with enough to know that most of them that eat in here is not ashamed. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, when God's got a table spread like he has tonight, we don't need to stand against the wall. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We don't need to be ashamed. Amen. To go back for seconds and thirds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I appreciate the way that everybody has responded to the Holy Ghost. And um, I'm telling you, if it's in you, you have to respond to it. Praise the Lord. Amen. What a, what a good God we serve. It's been a beautiful day for me to be here at Bendale and uh, to feel the presence of the Lord, to um, be in the presence of a great man of God. I honor and respect Brother Moore to the highest. And uh, he's so consistent. I, I can tell you this, I've never been around him when he was not just the same Brother Moore. Amen. I like that. I like that. Praise the Lord. And I appreciate uh, everything that y'all put into the song service because a lot of times that sets the stage for the preached Word of God. And we create an atmosphere that the Word of God can, uh, can go forth and not return void. Amen. So the, uh, the singing, the anointing, everybody say the anointing. It's very important. It's very important. So I appreciate all the singers and everybody that has put forth their very best to create an atmosphere that somebody can be saved. That's what, bottom line, that's what it's all about, seeing somebody get the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's what it's all about. It is to me. Uh, that's why we press and put the, put the miles behind us. See somebody else get baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. See somebody else receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. Another soul that's saved from the ravages of sin. Amen. Amen. I do feel something on my heart tonight. And I'll try not to hold us very long, but I do want to obey the Lord. I do appreciate the opportunity to come. Brother Moore, I appreciate it so much. And um, this 
seems like it's just a special affection for this um, family and for the church. And I just love to, I love to come. I appreciate it so much. You have put it in the hearts of the people to treat the ministry very well. And uh, that's lacking in a lot of places, but I appreciate that. Everybody here has always shown such tremendous kindness, and I know that it comes from your leadership. Amen. Amen. Like father, like son. Praise the Lord. And uh, I tell pastors, I said, if you want to see a reflection of your church, look at yourself in the mirror. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I like that. I like that. If you'd like to turn to a passage of Scripture found in the book of St. Matthew, the second chapter, I'd like to read three passages of Scripture tonight, if I may. Let's go to St. Matthew, the second chapter, beginning at the first verse. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, everybody say Jesus. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Everybody say worship him. Verse 8, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search out diligently for the young child. When you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him. Everybody say, Worship him. That I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they had saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. Everybody say, worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. If you'd go to Matthew, the 27th chapter of the book of Matthew. 27th chapter. I want to read to you about another Christ. Everybody say another Christ. Hallelujah. St. Matthew 27, verse 28. And they stripped him and put on him. Everybody say Jesus. They put on him a scarlet robe. When they had planted a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, or they worshipped the king of the Jews. And they spit upon him, and they took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him, they took the robe off from him, and put his own raiment on him, and led him away. To crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Serene, Simon by name. Him they compelled to bear his cross. 
when they were coming to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. When he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him. Everybody say crucified him. And parting his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. Sitting down, they watched him there, and set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. One more passage of Scripture found in St. Matthew, the 24th chapter, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, Shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man, or Jesus, in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. They shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. They shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Did I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer? Brother Moore, would you pray over this service tonight? Lord, as we humble ourselves in your presence tonight, confidence and faith in the power of your word and the power of your spirit. As you anoint Brother McCain, God, to use him as a vessel, a tool of yours tonight. But anoint our minds and our ears that we might hear thy word. We might have an understanding that he would transform us and change us in this place tonight. Let your anointing and your perfect divine will be done in this service in every man, woman, boy, and girl. Save unto the uttermost and let thy will be done as we ask it and give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a good hand and clap of praise. <clears throat> God, you're so worthy tonight. Hallelujah. God, you're so worthy tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Before you're seated tonight, I want you to turn to your neighbor and ask them this question. Which Christ will you worship? Which Christ will you worship? Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Which Christ will you worship? It's a beautiful time of the year to me. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. It's, to me, it's, um, it's a beautiful time of the year. I like to, I'll ride home late tonight, two hours and something. Now, I'll, I'll get to see a lot of lights, a lot of decorations, and I, I like to look at that. Amen. Um, I like to get out and, and see that. And as I've been on the road for the last two weeks, it's a, it's a busy, busy time of the year. But it's also a dangerous time of the year. Um, I, see, I see all the decorations that's throughout the land, and I thank God, I, I honestly thank God, that I live in America, amen, where basically there are people that are Christian-minded people, amen. 
Uh, there's people that does. Uh, they may not know God through the power of the Holy Ghost. They they may not know anything about Jesus' name, baptism, but somewhere, somewhere they do acknowledge that there was a Christ that was born. Amen. Amen. And, and I want to preach to us tonight. I, I read to you about uh, three phases in the life of Christ. Amen. I read to you about a babe in a manger. I read to you about a crucified Christ. And I read to you about a soon coming king. Amen. And there we find, as I, as I ride up and down the road that goes into my house, I've got neighbors there that uh, do not even darken the doors of a church. Nowhere at any time of the year do they darken the doors of a church. Uh, but brother, they have a nativity scene that is set up in their yard that is almost unbelievable. Uh, amen. But can I tell you in their heart, uh, amen, all they know to worship is just a babe in a manger. Hallelujah. All they know is just a uh, uh, somewhere in the city of Bethlehem there was a baby that was born and as I read in your hearing tonight amen that in the city of Bethlehem there was a baby that was born I'm sure it was a very busy time of the year because the scripture said there was no room in the inn for them and this, this God that robed himself in flesh and entered into the back door of his own world and there he lay in a manger and that star that that stood before him and the wise men began to come. I really don't know how far that they traveled. Amen. But they came and they came bearing precious gifts. And the scripture said that whenever they saw that baby, that young child, the scripture said they fell down and began to worship him. But I come to preach to you tonight. There was no salvation in that manger. There was no salvation yet. Amen that little baby uh, that lay there in that stable uh, I come to preach to us tonight uh, you gotta know more I said you gotta know more uh, than just a nativity scene uh, you gotta know more than just a baby that was born uh, the wise men came uh, and they brought precious gifts uh, and the scripture said they worshipped him uh, but it did not save them uh, amen the shepherds from the hills uh, they came uh, and they bowed down uh, and they worshipped him but it did not save them it was going to take more oh I wish you could hear me it's going to take more than just knowing about a babe in a manger it's going to take more than us just worshiping him as a baby that was born hallelujah hallelujah Amen, I, I know tonight I'm going to preach it for her lips ever devil in hell. I'm not preaching against Christmas tonight. I'm just telling you I enjoy this time of the year. But I do want you to understand that thousands of those that I'm going to pass on my way home tonight that only worship him as a babe in a manger on that Christmas night, they'll drink themselves into a drunken stupor because all they know no, it's just a babe in a manger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Amen. They came. I'm sure it was a beautiful baby. I'm sure there was none like it. Amen. I'm sure that as Mary, the mother, held that baby in her arms, and brother, the angels rejoiced. Amen. But there was none like that baby. But there was still no salvation there. There's never been salvation without a sacrifice. There's never been salvation without blood that was shed. And I'm telling you, that child... He was just like any other child, uh, except uh, he was God incarnate. Uh, he was God robed uh, himself in flesh. Hallelujah. And you see those little boys uh, that run around in church. Uh, and there was somebody tuning one up this morning uh, about it. Can I tell you something? Amen. Jesus did the same thing. Uh, amen. Because he was just a little boy. Uh, because he was just a babe uh, that was born in a manger. Uh, and there was not salvation in it yet. Oh, I wish you could hear me tonight. I'm going to preach to you. It's going to take more. you got to look beyond the manger. If you want to be saved, you're going to have to look beyond Amen. a crib. If you want to be saved, there's another Christ. It's the Christ of Calvary. It's that Christ that shed his blood, that precious blood, and that blood must be applied for salvation. Hallelujah. Which Christ are we going to serve? Hallelujah. Amen. Go to Isaiah 53 and start at verse 2 for me. Amen. Which Christ are you going to serve? Amen. I said, which Christ are you going to serve? Brother, go to Hebrews, the ninth chapter, and start about verse 12. There's got to be blood. Everybody say blood. I'm telling you, when they came out of the land of Egypt, the scripture said that every one of them, they came out with a high hand in the book of Psalms it said there was not one everybody say not one there was not one feeble one among them can I tell you why it was because of the blood that was applied hallelujah hallelujah when we have a move of the Holy Ghost I want to be kind and gentle tonight. But when we have a move of the Holy Ghost, and brother, you got people running the aisles and shouting and dancing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And you got people singing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And all you can do is just stand there. I'm afraid all you know is a babe in a manger. You've never met that crucified Christ. Amen. You've never met that Savior. Amen. That'll wash you. Amen with red blood and take a black heart and make it white as snow because if you ever meet that Christ of Calvary you're going to have to do something I said you'll have to do something you can't sit there hallelujah in the book of Isaiah 53 read for me verse 2 for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. Can I tell you something? Uh, brother, that little tender plant, uh, it hadn't produced any fruit yet. Uh, amen. It was a root. Uh, amen. The scripture said it was a root. Uh, it came up out of dry ground. Uh, it was a hope. Uh, I'm just telling you, you got your hope. Uh, amen. The wrong thing. Uh, if all you're worshiping is a babe in a manger, uh, you got your hope uh, in the wrong direction. Uh, but if you'll get your eyes on cat 
Calvary. Amen. I said, if you'll get your eyes on that crimson stream of blood, there's salvation in it. There's power in it. He is the God of impossibilities. But it didn't come by a baby in a manger. Hallelujah. He is a tender plant. And as a root out of a dry ground. I want you to know something. He may have been a beautiful baby. But there's no beauty in sacrifice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Moore and I were talking about it today. Hallelujah. About sacrifice, fasting. I told her, I said, when I fast, I need to go get a motel room somewhere. I'm kind of rough to get along with. You come off of a 10-day fast here a few weeks ago. My wife told me, she said, next time you do that, I'm going to buy you a motel room for at least the first two days. After that, I get just as, I'm telling you, brother, after that flesh gets crucified, I get just as sweet as pumpkin pie. Amen. I'm telling you. But that, that flesh, there's nothing beautiful about sacrifice. Can I tell you why nobody don't want to be around you? Amen. They want to be around you all the time until you begin to sacrifice. And brother, there ain't nothing beautiful about sacrifice. And Jesus, as beautiful as he was, that babe in a manger, they travel from all over. Amen. To see the beauty of this child that was born. Amen. Emmanuel. Amen. God with us. Hallelujah. Amen the propitiation for the sins of all mankind but it hadn't come to it hadn't come to pass yet the fruit of that tender plant amen it just lay in a manger there and there was no salvation there yet amen and they thought how beautiful that he was oh it's my turn to hold it it's my turn to, it's my turn to, to hold it and rock it for a little while but now we find amen that there is no beauty there he's all already grown up. Amen. And there is nothing there that we desire. Read for me. And when we shall see him there is no beauty. There is no beauty. Amen. That we should desire him. Amen. The, there is no beauty in sacrifice. And brother, can I tell you, I'll ride a long ways home tonight. I'll not see any, I'll not see any signs. Amen. Of Calvary hanging up in the yard. I'm not going to see any signs. Amen. Of a, of a Christ. Amen. With blood streaming down his face. And a crown of thorns that's pressed in to his brow and the whip amen that has tore his back they're worshiping a baby that's in a manger but I'm telling you if we're going to have revival if we're going to have salvation if it's going to be deliverance in your body and deliverance in your mind you'll have to worship the Christ of Calvary hallelujah hallelujah read for me brother He's despised and rejected of men. Amen. Nobody wants to hold him now. Amen. The sacrifice is sacrifice. Hallelujah. When they go to the Garden of Gethsemane, I'm telling you something. He said, my hour had not yet come. But now they go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And the disciples around him, brother, 
Amen. They realize that there's something different in the air. Amen. They realize there's about to be sacrifice. Up to this point, the multitudes followed him. Amen. They followed him out on the mountainsides. If he even got in a boat, they tried to follow him into the desert places, brother. Can I tell you why they was following him? Amen. Because of the loaves and fishes. I'm just asking you tonight. Amen. Are you following Jesus? Because of the loaves and the fishes. Are you following him? Because of a crucified Christ. Are you following him? Because he laid down his life. They didn't take it on Calvary. He laid it down. In the garden of Gethsemane. Amen. He said could you not watch with me? Yet one hour could you not watch and pray with me? And the scripture said that his sweat became as great drops of blood. No it was not beautiful. I said it was not beautiful. And nobody desired to be there. And nobody desired to touch him. And that flesh, that flesh in him, it cried out, Oh Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. There was nothing beautiful about sacrifice. He said, but nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, with thine be done. Can I tell you what our sacrifice, our fasting is all about? It's getting to the point that we'll say, nevertheless, God. Nevertheless, God, not my will. With thine be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who are you worshiping tonight? What Christ are you worshiping tonight? Amen. They didn't desire him. Read for me. He was a man of sorrows. Amen. He was a man of sorrows. Not all of his life. I'm just telling you, when he healed the leper, brother, I believe they shouted up and down the streets of the city. I believe he shouted with them. Hallelujah. Amen. When he raised that widow woman's son, that dead son, brother, I believe they were shouting all up and down the streets of that city. Amen. But when it come time for Calvary, when it come time for sacrifice, brother, he was a man of sorrows. Amen. Can I tell you something? This is not toot your horn and receive Jesus into your life. This is not shake a preacher's hand. Amen. And receive him into your life. Amen. But if you'll run to you an altar of prayer. Amen. Sorry for the sin. Amen. Sorry for the condition. Amen. That you're living in. I'm telling you there is a God. I said there is a God of impossibility that'll still fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's because of the Christ of Calvary. Read for me. Acquainted with grief. Read. We hid as our faces from him. That's why you're not going to see any Calvary scenes up and down the road. Amen. That's why you, that people don't want to look at that sacrifice. Amen. All they want to think about is that little babe in the manger. 
Amen. Paul said, all I care to know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Well, I got news for you, Paul. I know a little bit more than that. I've met a risen Savior. Hallelujah. I know Jesus Christ, him crucified, but I also know that three days later, brother, he rose from the grave. And everything I preach to you tonight, amen, it hinges. I said it hinges on a Christ, amen, that paid the price on Calvary and then rose again. I'm telling you today, he's alive. I said he's alive. I said he's alive. He's not just a babe in a manger. He is a Christ that holds the keys to death, hell, and the grave. That's why we can shout. That's why we can run the aisles. That's why we can have victory. It's because of the sacrifice that was made on Calvary. Read for me. We esteemed him not. Hallelujah. Read. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of men, and afflicted. Read. This is where I'm going right here. I'm telling you something. You say, well, uh, you don't know where I've been. You don't know all the things I've done. I don't, but God does. Hallelujah. That babe in a manger didn't know it, but that crucified Christ knows it. Hallelujah. 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 That crucified Christ. Amen. That let Barabbas go free. That crucified Christ. It turned to that thief on the cross. Hallelujah. That crucified Christ that entered one time into the holy place. And offered up a sacrifice for sin. Hallelujah. And they sing that song about that little boy in Egypt. Amen. Does the blood, does the blood, is it still there? Hallelujah. Does the blood, I'm telling you something. If the blood of Jesus Christ has ever been applied to you, amen, the only way you're going to get out from under it is walk out from under it. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture said that the devil can't pluck you out of the hands of God. Amen. My God is big enough. I said my God is big enough. Amen. To keep the things that I committed to him at an old-fashioned altar. Amen. The world don't want to look at him tonight. Amen. The world don't esteem him tonight. Amen, but there is a body of Christ uh, that looks beyond a babe uh, that was born in a manger. Uh, there's a body of Christ, uh, amen, that looks to Calvary. Uh, amen, they look at that blood uh, and they can shout uh, because they're covered uh, by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And according to this King James word of God, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among whereby men whereby we must be saved. Amen. If you've been baptized in the titles of Father, Son, Holy Ghost, all you did was get wet. Amen. But if you want the blood applied, amen, you're going to have to take on the name. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody said, Brother McCain, what if I was baptized in all the titles? I said, well, that might work. I said, let me just hold you under. 
Amen. There's 1,200 of them. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the ending. He is the first. He's the last. He's the Almighty. He's the Everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the King to come. I want you to know something. I hold them under long enough. They'll get up and say, let's just do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's just do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. He was wounded for our transgressions. Hallelujah. The devil, the devil tries to put things on us. The faults and the failures of yesterday's sin and yesterday's trials. Hallelujah. But God takes it off and says, I was wounded for their transgressions. Hallelujah. He was bruised for our iniquities. The devil tries to put those iniquities back on us. When everybody else is shouting and dancing and running the aisles, we stand there and we hold to a pew. I'm telling you something. You're living beneath your privilege. Amen. The blood of Calvary will take it off of you. Amen. The blood of Calvary will strip that iniquity away from you. Amen. If you ever start worshiping that Christ of Calvary, you will find out. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil ain't no God. All he is is a fallen angel. Amen. There's not but one God. And his name is Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you something. There's power. Amen. If all the children of Israel come out with a high hand over the blood of one lamb slain, how much more, how much more should the church live triumphant? How much much more should there be victory in the house of the Lord if we worship that Christ of Calvary. Read for me. How many could use a little more peace in their life? Well, I'm telling you, it's already been paid for. Go pick it up. Amen. Go pick it up. Hallelujah. Have you ever had somebody call you and say, hey, you know that certain thing you're wanting? It's paid for. Go pick it up. I'm telling you, you can get excited about that. Why don't we get excited? Amen. Your peace has already been paid for. Amen. Your transgression, it's already been taken care of. Your iniquity, it's already been paid in full in the Christ of Calvary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews, ninth chapter. Hallelujah. Go to about the 12th verse. Neither by the blood of goats and calves. That's the way they did it in the Old Testament. And the sins were not removed. Said they were rolled ahead a year. I got news for you, devil. I ain't going to bump back into my sins a year from now. Hallelujah. It wasn't the blood of a bull or a goat that took it off of me. Amen. It didn't just get rolled ahead. The scripture said it was cast into the depths of the sea. Hallelujah. Amen. In the book of uh, in the book of uh, um, 
in the book. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the scripture said, uh, amen, that our sins were cast uh, into the depths of the sea. Uh, amen. Can I tell you they have climbed the highest mountains in the world and they put their hand on top of it. But man has never been to the depths of the ocean. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If they ever do get there, I'll tell you what they're going to find. They're going to find our sins that's been cast into the depths of the sea. But they're not going to get there. God put it in a place that man can't touch it again. Hallelujah. Oh, let me preach on the mercy seat for just a minute. Hallelujah. The Ark of the Covenant, two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half deep, a cubit and a half wide. And the mercy seat sat on top of that, two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide. But you won't find in there that it had a measurement on depth. It's mercy without measure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mercy over the law. And it's mercy without measure. And God killed 50,070 men at Beth Shemesh because they just lifted the seat and looked into the Ark of God. I'm telling you, when they come through the doors of this church, I don't care where they've been, I don't care what they've done. Amen. I don't care what kind of life they lived before they got here. Amen. I don't, I don't care. Oh, I'm just telling you. Amen. Somebody needs to hear me tonight. If they run this old-fashioned altar and they begin to worship that crucified Christ and he fills them with that precious Holy Ghost and they begin to speak in other tongues, amen, just like they did on the day of Pentecost, don't you ever be guilty of lifting the mercy seat on them. Don't you ever be guilty. It's mercy without measure it's not by the blood of bulls and goats read for me start over neither by the blood of goats and calves but by his own blood he entered in once you can't add to what Calvary's already done Amen, and I'll promise you this, you can't take away from it either. Amen, you say, well, preacher, you don't know what kind of trouble I'm in. Are you telling God that Calvary's not enough? I said, are you trying to tell God that the price that was paid on Calvary, amen, where they whipped him with a cat of nine tails, they spit in his face, amen, they mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews. They put a scarlet robe on him. They stripped him naked to to bear the shame of the whole world. And the scripture said he bared by himself. Hallelujah. What Christ are you going to worship? He entered in once into the holy place. Read for me. Having obtained redemption, it was going to last just as you got in a bind. Just until you stumped your toe. Just until you messed up. Eternal. I'm telling you if you'll stay committed to the will of God. Hallelujah. You stay committed to the will of God. You're going to be covered by the blood of Calvary. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you the only way you'll get out from under it. You're going to have to walk out from under it. 
you got to have your mind made up. I'm not going this way anymore. But if you'll stay committed to the will of God, hallelujah. Amen. There was, there was young men. I'm just going to, it's just us. There was young men in this church that two years ago, I was very, very worried about them. Hallelujah. Amen. There's going through little old phases. Amen. Going through little old phases. And I didn't like it. And God didn't like it either. But can I tell you something? God didn't throw them away or throw them down. Amen. And tonight, you see them looking like young men. Amen. Established in the house of the Lord. Can I tell you what it was? Amen. They didn't get out from under the blood. Amen. They stayed committed to the will and the purpose of God. Hallelujah. They stay committed to that. And through all of those little deals, God still kept his arm around them. Hallelujah. Read for me. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, heifer sprinkling unclean, Read. How much more? How much more? I said, how much more? Amen. If God accepted that and it got them by, how much more? Amen. How much more should the blood of Jesus Christ, who through the part-time spirit, eternal, eternal. It's enough. I said it's enough. Amen. Calvary's enough. God, I'm not asking you to do it again. I'm not asking you to do anything else. God, I accept that the blood of Calvary, amen, is going to take me all the way through. Hallelujah. I know I've told it here before, but I can remember my, myself and my dad. I was just a little old toddler about this big, and, and we were headed out hunting. My dad liked to hunt, and it was a rainy time of the year, and I was just a little bitty kid, and, and daddy was taking me on a hunt. And we got close to Lawrence's Creek. I could hear it. I could hear the roar. It had been raining. That creek was up and it was swelling. And brother, you could hear the roar of that water. And daddy had already said, we've got to, we got to cross that creek. And there was something in my heart. Amen. The closer I got to the creek, the harder my little heart beat. And when we got right down there to that creek, daddy always wanted us to be tough. Amen. And daddy always, he was, he was kind of a hard man. And I looked up at daddy. The roar of that water was as close as that door. And I said, daddy, I said, can I hold your hand? Amen. While we cross this creek. And he looked down at me and he said, no, you can't hold my hand. I'm telling my little heart, it just bumped on my feet. I said, you can't hold my hand. He said, I'm going to hold yours. He said, because halfway across, if you're holding mine, you might turn it loose, son. He said, but if I'm holding yours, he said, I'll never let go. Hallelujah. I'm telling you something. I'm not just holding on to him, but he's holding on to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm covered by the blood and he's got a hold of my hand. And brother, when I don't know what tomorrow may hold, he's still going to lead me through the trial. Amen. When the water is too deep for me to cross, he's still going to lead me through the trial. Or I come to preach to you tonight. You need to get your eyes on Calvary. Amen. That's who you need to worship. It's that Christ of Calvary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read for me. 
without spot. Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Verse 22. And almost all things by the law are purged with blood. Almost all things. Amen. Can I tell you what the rest of it's purged by? It's purged by a preacher preaching this word of God to you. Putting convictions in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Separating you from the things of the world. Amen. That's where the rest of it is taken care of. 23. Read. And without the shedding of blood, that baby in a manger, brother, they can worship him to the world's level. It didn't bring salvation. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission for sins. Hallelujah. In the book of Colossians, chapter 1, go to verse 14. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. You got to believe when you come to this altar seeking God. Son, I saw you come to this altar this morning. You got to believe when you come to this altar. Amen. The blood of Calvary is going to take care of everything. Amen. Let me just, just me and you for a minute. I'm telling you something. And back in 1972, I was so bound by the things of this world, bound, bound by, by everything, drugs, alcohol, bound by, I'm telling you, bound. And finally, I came to a little apostolic church, Pentecostal church. Came in and I, I had a hope. I laid down everything I could on that altar. As I began to pray night after night for months, I prayed night after night. I prayed a lot of churches through in eight months. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I prayed at 12 and 1 o'clock. I, I was determined. They, they didn't know where I was at. They didn't, know, they didn't know what I was bound by. And I laid everything on that altar. And I thought that I could do it all by myself. I just laid everything on that altar. Just kept laying. When I say everything... I would put everything on that altar and then there was some things that I was still bound by. And it got down to the point that I told God, I said, now God, I've laid down everything that I can and there's still some things that I'm bound by. And God said, there's nothing that the blood of Calvary can't take care of. Hallelujah. He said, you will receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Hallelujah. And there I accepted, I accepted that the blood of Calvary was going to bring forgiveness of sins. I accepted, Brother Moak, that the blood of Calvary was going to be stronger than the things that I was bound by. And that night I got up out of that altar. I turned to my friend. I turned to my friend. I said, you go call my mom. And I said, you tell her I ain't coming home. He looked at me. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, tonight when I go to that altar, I said, I'm not getting up till God fills me with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But when you go with a made-up mind, it didn't take but about three minutes 
because I'd already made my mind up that the blood of Calvary was big enough. There was enough done on Calvary to take care. And I'd read that scripture over and over and over again. Read it again, brother. And whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Read for me. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. For by him, not them, by him, were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth. Visible and invisible. He made it all. Read. Whether they be thrones or dominions, principalities, powers, all things were created by him. Read. And for him. Read. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. Read. And he is the head of the body, the church. Telling you something, he's more than a babe in a manger. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a risen Savior. Hallelujah. There's a church because there's a Calvary. Amen. Amen. Read. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that all fullness should dwell. I want you to hear this right here. That's where we're going. And having made peace through the blood of his cross. By him to reconcile all things to himself. You've been paid for in full. God's not paying notes on you. God's not paying notes on you. There's no creditor knocking on his door and says, what about old brother Marshall? What about brother Ferguson? I'm telling you, paid for in full. Brother Marcus is paid for in full. We live beneath our privilege when we walk out of here, young ladies, and you don't have the victory in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Preach to you about a baby in a manger that they're worshiping tonight. Preach to you about a Christ of Calvary that you must know to be saved. But I'm also going to preach to you there's a soon coming king. They come to the music. I'm fixing the clothes. There's a soon coming king. Amen. I don't know the day and I don't know the hour. But I do know that he's coming. There's going to be a catching away of the bride. Amen. There's going to be a catching away of those that have worshipped him at the foot of the cross. But when he splits that eastern sky, Brother Ford, the scripture in three places in the word of God, it says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus, he is Lord. You're going to worship him somewhere. You're going to worship him somewhere. Amen. It's too late when you see him coming in the clouds of glory. The writer in Revelations, the fifth chapter, he said, I saw a lion 
the tribe of Judah. And then the elder looked and he said, but I see a lamb. You're going to meet him as a lamb or a lion. You're going to meet him as a lamb from the foundation of the world for sinners slain that has paid the price for you to go free. Or you're going to meet him as a lion, as a judge, when he comes in the clouds of glory. Amen. As this church stands tonight, I offer you Calvary. I offer you the blood of Calvary that's still able to take a, a heart black as sackcloth at midnight. You can take it and wash it and make it white as snow. I offer you a Christ of Calvary that's able still to put homes back together. And he specializes in picking up the pieces of broken lives, even broken hearts, and putting it all back together again. Amen. If you're here tonight and you don't know God through the power of the Holy Ghost, if you're lost, if you're undone, amen, I know, you, I know you're Christ-minded or you wouldn't be here. I know there's a desire somewhere down in your heart to be saved or you wouldn't be here. But worshiping Him as a babe in a manger is not going to save you. Worshiping Him as a king that splits the eastern sky not going to save you. You're going to have to meet him at Calvary. You're going to have to meet him at Calvary. Scripture said repent. Be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and to your children all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That God of impossibilities is standing here tonight. Somebody said he cast your sins as far as the east is from the west. They said, how far is that? I said, when he's got his nail-scarred hands spread open wide. I said, you can't measure how far it is. I said, it's mercy without measure. But that God of impossibilities that I preached to you about this morning, can I tell you there's one thing that's impossible for him to do? If you die and you have not met this Christ of Calvary and you die lost and send yourself to hell, it's going to be impossible for God to get you out. This God of love, somebody said, will he send me to hell? No, you'll send yourself. If you refuse, if you refuse to take that that was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. Oh, how many times, how many times do we struggle with the things in life that's already been taken care of if we just bring and put it on an altar? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to look back over this year and just evaluate for just a moment of time. You need to thank God. Run to this altar. Thank God. Some of you at the beginning of the year, the devil tried to tell you, you won't make it another year. You won't be here a year. But you're still here. You're still here. Can I tell you something? If you'll stay committed to the will of God, you will stay here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I present to you the Christ of Calvary.
Hallelujah. That's able to save you. Anybody for Calvary tonight? Amen. There was enough blood shed, not only for you, but the scripture says for the whole world. For the whole world. Amen. You're living beneath your privilege, as they sang. You're living beneath your privilege if you don't come. Mamas and daddies, you're living beneath your privilege tonight if you don't put things on an altar. Amen. That's too big for you. Let the blood of Calvary take care of it tonight. Amen. Didn't come to preach any sad stories to you. I come to tell you tonight there's victory in Christ. There's victory in that crucified Christ that has rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Would you come? Would you come? You made a good start this morning. Come on, son. God bless you. Others in the house, you need to come. Others in the house, you need renewing in the Holy Ghost. Amen. You need to let God just, you need to let God purge you. Purge you with that blood of the Lamb. Come. Come on, all over the building tonight. Come. You need to come to this altar tonight. Amen. I plead the blood of Calvary over every situation. Same. Same.
today it'll never never lose its power because it reaches to the highest mountain
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 